Welcome to the Process Pod. This is where we dig deep, get curious, and find growth. In other words, this is where we process. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Process Pod. Um, I'm your host, Camille, and I'm very excited today because I have my first ever guest on my show. So we're going legit, y'all. We got guests and segments and everything. So today I have um, Morgan Cruz on my show. She She's an authoress, truly. That's what she's, what she's most known for. Um, She's also my soul roar and someone very near and dear to my heart. Morgan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Camille. <laughs> Even though I strong-armed you into it, but I appreciate you going <laughs> with me. <laughs> you did it with love. You did it with love. I did. I did. did. And that's what matters most. Exactly. So the reason that I strong-armed you uh, to come on here today was because of a post that you put on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. So I want to read the post, and I just kind of want to talk about it with you because... Um, I think like similarly, sometimes we'll both put stuff in our stories. You, I think more than not, but like to ask people questions and get people to think and just kind of have some of the, the dialogue and discussions that we're all having separately, independently anyway. And so I was like, well, why not? Let's just bring some of the dialogue here for some listeners because you be thinking about the same stuff I be thinking about. So <laughs> we be on the same page. So I just wanted to come and talk about it. Let's talk. So. So the post itself said, it was a a question that you posed, which is, is belief in oneself something that is taught or can it be taught or is it developed over time? Um, And I think my response to that was all of the above. So I want to know, is this, this something that you thought of yourself and where did it come from? And just what are some of your initial thoughts about it? Let's just dive right into how did this become something that you wanted to explore? Um, Well, this post came about because this is actually something that I'm struggling with currently as a create a creative person in regards Mm -hmm. to just um, believing in myself in consistent belief in myself and that belief not being impacted by how many views I get, how many likes I get or who's talking or whatever the case may be. And for me, I fed off of the energy of like, oh, you know, somebody like this, that means it's good. Or Mm -hmm. I got this award or I got recognized for this. So that means I'm good. But Mm -hmm. when that did not happen or when it, you know, didn't happen, I guess, to the expectation that I wanted it to get to, I started doubting myself to the point Mm -hmm. that it got to the point of where I just I'm in a space now where I've stopped creating. Oh, so just for a while, it's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be open and honest, girl. I don't mind it. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> and so <laughs> when it came to when it came to those questions, I was actually in my car um, before I walked into my school building. I teach uh, high school at an alternative high school. Because she loves the kids. <laughs> she loves the kids. Better than you me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my car and... I was just kind of like, yo, like, why am I always struggling with this? I have moments in my life where I'm like, girl, you the baddest thing out here. Ooh, you mm-hmm. are killing it, this, that, and the other. And then I have moments where it's just like, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when it comes to me unpacking my own, my own, I guess, childhood experiences, my young adult, adult mm-hmm. experiences, right. what does it all boil down to? And it really boils down to, I... I don't recall a time of where it's been like 
belief instilled or somebody like pushing like, yeah, we, you know, I'm proud of you. I believe in you. And it's not because, you know, people um, didn't show it in other ways, but for it wasn't for, verbalized. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily verbalized. It's more like, oh, we got good grades. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, you don't, you don't get in, you don't get in trouble in school. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, you, you MVP for something. Okay, good. Great. Like, Mm -hmm. awesome. But it wasn't really like, we believe in you or I believe in you because, Mm -hmm. and so I was wondering like, you know, is this something that we actively try to teach our children or do we just expect them to believe in themselves? Um, And where and where does all that like it's like a whole little circle in regards to it because I don't think belief in oneself is linear. I definitely think it's mm-hmm. a, a circular type of thing. And so yeah, that's really where it kinda came as a thought in regards mm-hmm. to my head and like, you know, trying to get ideas from other people like, you know, if you're a parent, what are you doing? Or are you doing anything? Or if you're an adult, what are you doing? And what do you base your, not what do you base mm-hmm. your belief off of, but what I guess fuels your belief in yourself when you don't see yeah. it actually happening, quote unquote, in front of you. You just said so many things that I cannot <laughs> wait to dive into. I'm like, you know what, let me literally over here taking notes and writing down because I'm like, we got to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> so, okay. So it sounds like, I think what, what you said was something that has probably most people have experienced, which is like, external validation feels really really good definitely and i think that there sometimes comes a point where it goes from oh that feels nice that's nice to i need to have that Mm -hmm. and if i don't have that then it means that i must not be doing good right so then we have this association with personal success and ability it's very closely associated with external validation Mm -hmm. and they kind of like become synonymous over time so it's i think it kind of sounds like that moment that you had with yourself was kind of like manually separating the two and just isolating the ability to believe in yourself with or without the validation. And it's like, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Now, you know, I'm a teacher and I love a good summary. That was awesome. Okay. Get into it. A plus, A plus, A plus. Yes. (laughs) So the other thing that you said that stood out to me was um, like, you know, people say stuff to you when you're younger after you accomplish something you got good grades Mm. past tense now you get the praise you only get if you only get the praise after the thing has happened then I can see how we kind of create that association between I'm it's 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 good if I if I accomplish this thing and if somebody tells me then okay I must be good I must be doing well Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of like even as a teacher, I have to catch myself in regards to like mm-hmm. only praising my students when I don't know, when they submit their work on yeah. time or when they arrive yeah. to school or the case may be. It's more like uh, before before even getting to that point, before they get before we get the, the motivation. And I know people speak a lot in regards to like, well, you should be self-motivated. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But we also have to recognize that we live in a society where we're constantly combated with not being good enough. And it starts yes. at a very young age um, in yeah. regards to that. Like we're con- even with just school, I'm a teacher, but I don't like the school system. But we condition, <laughs> we're conditioning our, our young people to constantly reach this bar that never, that never, uh, that's always moving. We talk about motivation a lot and, and about being self-motivated, but if we were never taught to 
be self-motivated in the sense of like not needing somebody else to tell mm-hmm. you that you can do it because you know that you can do it. Yeah. I think that's when it becomes easier to be self-motivated because you Definitely. already have the internal belief in self. So that I think has to be taught first before we can expect people to oh, be definitely. self-motivated truly. And I think we I think we give toddlers and going back to like being in youth, we give mm-hmm. toddlers too much credit. Granted, I think toddlers <laughs> are terrorists. That's just my personal opinion. Listen. But like toddlers are and somebody said that somebody said this on the um when I posted the Facebook Toddlers are, if anybody believes in themselves, it's a doggone toddler. Okay. Because I can do it. I can, I can, I can make my coat up. And you can't tell me otherwise. Right. Like, I can do my hair. I can, I can Mm -hmm. drive the car. Like, they, and we, we kind of like, you know, we might play along for the most part in regards to that. But I think at some point, I don't know where it happens, but when we get out of that toddler phase and go to that older that older child phase that school mm-hmm. age phase it's almost as yeah. if we're creating some competition when it comes between our own children or our, or even the mm-hmm. students within our the students within my classroom or mm-hmm. classrooms in general where we create this i guess like okay yeah you could do it then but now here's the bar that we're raising and now who's going to get to it first or yeah something along those lines it's 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 been interesting witnessing that i never thought about that but it is it it switches from um you can do this to can you do this better than so and so or can you do this as well as so it's the the comparison piece Mm -hmm. that's what it is Ooh, see comparison (laughs) is a sneaky little devil and 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 i think you're, you're right that that's when it gets introduced is when we start going to school and we're around our peers and we're we start comparing ourselves to one another, but it probably also is very institutionalized. Like there's mm-hmm. comparison there, you know, like I was just thinking the other day about like how many of us were in the quote unquote, like gifted program and what right. did that feel like? And it was a certain sense of validation and like better than, and that was like that level of success was what got you the accolades, only that level of right. success. Right. So then that be that becomes the bar. Yeah, I, it's I think it's such a layered a layered aspect. I mean, even speaking as black people, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to this sense of self and this sense of identity, this is something that we've been battling with since we came, since at least for black Americans, we came over with the middle Talk passage because that's the first Talk thing that was it. taken away from us was self. It was, it was mm-hmm. identity. And so almost in a sense, so we've been working through this since we've Forever. been, since I know, since we, we got here, right. Since before we even got enslaved on this land, because when you think about colonization, uh, the whole purpose is to take away that mm-hmm. identity and that form of self. And so now we're in, you know, 2022 where people mm-hmm. are, we're beginning to have more spiritual awakenings and people are trying mm-hmm. to get back into like their core selves, their most authentic self. But now mm-hmm. we got to work through generations of trauma, generations Listen, of abuse, generations exactly. of a, a stolen identity, a stolen being that we're trying yeah. to get back to, that we're trying to remember mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I knew I knew it was going to go somewhere today. I knew you was going to give me something. <laughs> but yeah, I mean you're you're absolutely right. It's the our accomplishments quickly became our identities. Mhm. And that's that's all you had to as as an identity or as an an identifier. 
So then what what has the process been like for you to try to go back and unlearn and relearn and to really begin to develop sense of self as an adult? It's really been deconstructing what I deem to be success and really mm-hmm. deconstructing who who have I, I guess, created myself to be. How What role am I kind of playing in this world to survive or to mm-hmm. get by versus am I actually operating in the person that I chose to be or that I wanted to be before I even came onto this earth? And that part right there is for me, it's like the, it's the journey as a whole. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's Mm -hmm. the, that's the process. There is no really arrival time to that. Um, But for me, it's uh, like actual things I have been seeking to do. Um, Really coming in regards to my physical space. What is present in my physical space that doesn't adhere to who I am or what I believe or something that I think I'm keeping around for mm-hmm. whatever reason? So if that's, if that's, I don't know, I don't know if that's makeup or something, not saying throw away mm-hmm. all your makeup, but if, <laughs> if it's something that I'm using in order to fulfill this role, but it's something that I really don't like or don't want to participate in, then why do I keep it around? And right. I feel like that fuels... Um, the things we consume, the things we participate in, help shape or help destruct that belief that we have in ourselves. So for me, yeah. it's just been like, okay, all right. So the people, do I need to change my circle or do I okay. need to evolve in regards to what I'm reading? Do I need to evolve in regards to what I'm watching? Do I need yeah. a dog on social media break? Um, mm-hmm. Really asking myself and being honest with myself in regards to what are the things that I need in order to kind of deconstruct what I deem to be, what who I think I should be versus who I actually am versus what are my yeah. actual interests. Yeah. So it really is, well, it sounds like it's taking inventory of your life, just completely top to bottom inventory of everything that exists in your world, in your reality, and questioning if it's, questioning maybe it's its purpose yeah. uh, it's, and its origin, and if, if it was here in order to fulfill a role that you thought you should be playing or that, that somebody or society or whoever told you that you should be playing, right. or is it something that you mindfully chose because it serves you as the individual, as the person. Come on, summary. <laughs> I love a summary. Yes. I love a review. <laughs> like to even give you just a very small example that I kind of realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let me in. Let me in. In regards to like just my social media or whatever, because everybody's trying mm-hmm. to get the blue check or, you know, everybody's trying to get a voice heard <laughs> in, the, right. in the, the realm of social media. But like, mm-hmm. um, there are, and there's nothing, not putting any shade on anybody who does like minimalist mm-hmm. type of uh, images or wordings or whatever, like the whole beige and creams and whites mm-hmm. and soft yeah, colors. Yeah, we love a neutral tone. Yeah, neutral very palette. neutral. And that's, and it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh, I should do that because I do like the, you know, it does look really calming and, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's lovely, you know, just mm-hmm. minimalist. And that shows that, you know, I'm just, I'm elevating and things like that. And yeah. then really sitting with myself and being like, girl, put some color. This needs some color. This is really just, yeah, yeah. like, who, why are you trying, why are you trying to 
copy whoever else is doing this like granted you can exactly. have there is you know it's a bread aisle we can do we can have a lot yeah. of options to what we want to do it can all be the same thing different or whatever but it wasn't true to me and so yes. when I'm not operating in what's true to me I feel that also impacts what I believe about myself and what I can mm-hmm. do as mm-hmm. myself yeah and it impacts what you're producing and yeah. are you putting out a genuine authentic message it, or go. are you putting out one that is contrived and defined by somebody else mm-hmm. because that also i mean leads to the same mindset that says well is there only one way to do something successfully or is there only one way to right. do this thing is there only one one avenue to do this thing because I've, right. I've had similar thoughts you know there are so many different so many different things about like strategies and like how to how to do this right and how to be successful in doing this and i even found with my social media as well like trying to trying to fit the the recipe essentially right right worked for somebody else to make it work for me rather than like leading with self first and then creating your own recipe and not even exactly and even putting pushing it a step further Leading with self, but leading more so even with love for self. Like, do we love about it? (laughs) Yes. Like, I'm processing. I'm processing (laughs) as I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. But like, because when we say, oh, you know, I'm putting myself first and I'm figuring out myself. That's great. But I think and I'm and I'm guilty of this, too. And in this Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess guilty of this right now. If I do not truly love who I am or love mm-hmm. the, the core of who I am, then I'm not going to believe in myself. I'm not mm-hmm. going to believe that I can produce X, Y, and Z. So yeah. leading with self, but leading with, I guess, self-love, that little hyphenate, that little hyphenated portion, I think also yeah. goes a long way as well. Absolutely. Listen, one of my absolute favorite things to talk about is self-compassion mm-hmm. and I discovered it during the the pandemic. I think maybe by happenstance, somebody sent me like a a book about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, hold on now. Listen. But I think it it kind of it, it goes hand in hand because in the whole conversation about truly loving yourself um, and who you are, like at your core, who you are naturally and authentically, um, I think that a big a big part of that is learning to treat yourself. Mm. with the love and compassion that you deserve. Mm. And in the whole conversation about like, what are we feeding ourselves? You talked earlier about like, what am I looking at on social media? What am I consuming? What do we put in our bodies? What are we eating? Like, what am I telling myself? How am I speaking Mm -hmm. to myself in order to truly like show yourself love? And I think that's the definition of of self-love that I like is like showing yourself true, genuine, authentic love. Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. And just going back to, like, is that something that's taught or something that we learn? Yeah. Definitely something that's twofold. But I also, in that same breath, um, I think I don't think any parent wants to or anybody who, in whatever, however way you became a parent or a guardian, wants mm-hmm. their offspring or their whoever they're over to not mm-hmm. have self-love. Like, right. it's... I. Sure, there might be a 1% sure, but I just think Mm -hmm. genuinely, I just don't see that happening. But I do believe that 
because so many of those who have come before us may not have had that Mm self-love that it transitions into us today along with that lack of self-belief so it's kind of like yeah we would love Mm -hmm. for it to be taught but we also need to find I guess these avenues on how can we maintain it through without without that extra you know that extra support that we could have well, and I think that, you know, because you're saying there's there's not a parent out there. I've not come across a parent who doesn't want the absolute best for their child right. and wants their child to truly love themselves. But you, they have to be able to model that. And if you look mm-hmm. at all of the older generations and specifically in the black community where they given permission to truly love and be compassionate towards themselves. I don't think so because no. it's been the whole, you know, you got to work twice as hard to get half as much. And it's like, right. you know, you have to be the... Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Digestible, and you have to, you know, you yeah. have to present a certain way in order to get to a certain, a certain level of success. So, they they weren't given the space, opportunity, or permission to do that. And so, you know, we 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 do what we know. And I think right. this is a perfect example of when you know better, you do better. And I think that right now, this is like sweeping. I would say our generation, which, and I, oh, yeah. I really, really, really love to see it. I'm so glad that this is kind of like a, a movement that's happening. I'm seeing so many different things and different people who are taking the time to truly feed into themselves. Agreed. Yeah. And I think that's going to birth a new generation. I think it already has a birth, a new generation of parents who know how to give that to their children because they've given it to themselves first. So I think it's going to create a new cycle, a much healthier and loving cycle for our children, for y'all's children. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, you're not alone. You're not alone. Okay. (laughs) You're not alone. (laughs) But I, I think, I think it's a beautiful thing. And so I do think, you know, to go back to the original question about is it taught or is it developed? I think it has to be developed so that it can be taught. Mm. Oh, come on. You know, come on answer. That's a word. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> and that's the part I think where everybody's kind of searching and grasping for. Like people are mm-hmm. recognizing, I know I don't have it. I can't look mm-hmm. back to get it. But I know right. I need it, so how do I develop that? And so we're looking at each yeah. other like, yo, how you doing it? Uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend it till I get to it. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like we're still trying to reach that authentic that authentic self yeah. in order to start that whole process. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's tough doing it as an adult because we now we have decades yeah. of, of of certain forms of, of thinking and of well, certain schools of thought and, and out of certain, I don't know, behaviors and, and cycles that are already existing. And now that we're, we're seeing it and we, I think maybe recognize that we've been a product and participant in a lot of these cycles. It's, it's hard to uh, not only like interrupt it, but then to redirect and create a, a whole new one yeah. in, in uncharted territories that like, we don't know what we're doing. But we kind of got to have to like figure it out as we go. It's definitely work. It's definitely Mm -hmm. work. But and I think we like you just bring it back what you said in regards to compassion, understanding Mm -hmm. that we don't have to have all the answers at this very moment. Like what is the like for me, it's kind of like my one question is like, okay, is that you? 
That's the only thing I'm answering right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can do, yeah. I can, I got a handful of crystals I can use. I got devotional books I can read. I got journals mm-hmm. I can write in. And those are all great tools. But I think oftentimes we can overwhelm ourselves. For, like, we have to do it all. I got to do, I got to, mm-hmm. you know, I got to yeah. chart the moon and all that type of stuff. I got to take a spiritual <laughs> bath and do all these things, which is great. Right. But just asking, you know, just picking one thing. What's one or what's one particular cycle that I'm trying to break or one particular mm-hmm thought process I'm trying to change and I think that over time creates that that transformation that we're seeking yeah oh I love that because maybe even in this self-discovery journey it's easy to play the comparison game because mm-hmm. we, we share a lot and we still have social media and you know people in our circles who are going through similar things it's still even easy there to compare and say, well, so-and-so is doing this and maybe I should be doing this. If it worked for them, maybe it'll. Right. And so still falling into that same thing. So I really love that, that question that you're asking yourself of just is, is this me? And that I think can be a more difficult question to answer sometimes than, Mm -hmm. than we realize. So what, what is that process like for you? How (laughs) is it sometimes like when it's difficult for you to answer that question, what is the process of trying to find out whether something (sighs) is or is not truly you? That's girl, you you. If, I think if if somebody had the answer for that, that'd be a best selling book. But um, okay, I'm gonna write it. Once, when you tell me the answer, I'm gonna write it. <laughs> um, because it is that is a very difficult question, and it can get to the point of where you're frustrated because it's like oh, you're overanalyzing, you're overthinking, mm-hmm. this, that, and the right. other. And one thing I try to remind myself is that everything I have within me is what I need period, Mm -hmm. point blank. Granted, healing is a journey. Granted, we want change and growth and development, but I am still perfect Mm -hmm. as I am because I am creation. Yes. And the creator, the most high, has made me perfect. I get it. Like I am I grew up at the Southern Baptist and they do say like, oh yeah, you're sinful and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. understood but still I am perfect because I am created mm-hmm. by the most high of creation right. so even with um not being able to answer the question right then and there I might need to set it set it aside and come back to it I might mm-hmm. need to uh, look at my daily habits like sometimes there mm-hmm. could be reasons as to why I can't get to an answer for me especially I notice that when my eating is off that it completely it. it completely shapes how I react, yes. how yes. I think, how I feel. And it's not saying like I'm going out eating, you know, I'm I'm extra healthy or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just knowing that um there are certain things that when I put in my body, mm-hmm. life can go berserk in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So um, not getting even so much stuck on the question on is this me because I feel like that can become obsessive over time and I'm a person that's easily that can get obsessive with a lot of things very easily mm-hmm. I don't know it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a toxic trait of mine <laughs> <laughs> but not even getting just so obsessed but really just like listening I think we don't listen to ourselves we don't mm-hmm. listen to our gut like we, there's so much noise that is out there that we don't even trust ourselves when we feel a little something or hear a little something or whatever yeah. that may be. And so for me, it's really just getting in tune with myself. Like mm-hmm. um, if if asking myself if you know, is that me? OK, no immediate question. Do I feel it somewhere on my body? 
Mm-hmm. Like, does that, does it come up that type of way? Where do I feel it if I do feel yes. it? And yes. And really going deep into that, because that can also be an answer as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes to all of it. <laughs> what I heard you say was... Uh, come on, summary. I'm, uh, is, um, I'm learning to recognize my own voice amongst mm. all of the noise. Mm-hmm. Because there is so much to decipher. There's so much noise and so many other things going on you need to be able to recognize your own voice maybe Mm -hmm. to know that's part of what's going to help you know whether or not something is is you or genuine authentic right then you talked about your body like where our body gives us so many signals oh our body's always talking and you know learning that eating healthy is good for you all around and like that it really has an an effect on your mood and your overall day that one was that one really hurt me because (laughs) (laughs) i was like (laughs) I can't, like, I know that this isn't the healthiest for me, but like, all right, whatever. It it ain't really doing no harm. But Mm -hmm. I was like, no, girl, you're doing more harm. And you cannot order DoorDash every day. It's... It's not good for you. <laughs> Even still, when it comes to consumption, like I used to get really obsessive in regards to food a whole lot. And then realizing mm-hmm. that consumption goes beyond just the physical, like consumption goes in regards to like really like <laughs> seeing how often am I logging in? Not even like saying, oh, you mm. need a social media fast, mm. but really logging like, okay, you open the app, you open Instagram, boom, that's, that's the mark, you open Facebook, boom. Mm. And then coming back at the end of the day and being like, okay, girl, why did you open oh, up Instagram a wow. hundred and ten times today like what was going on through this day that you felt you had to get on even though you Mm -hmm. know instagram is sending you everybody's account but the people you follow okay (laughs) instagram real pushy girl instagram is a new shopping channel this person before like listen i don't want nobody i don't want no more suggestions instagram like no (laughs) (laughs) but like that whole synthesis of going back mm-hmm. and saying like okay what was going on and pointing and really sitting with yourself like with some yeah. quiet <laughs> can help yeah. in a lot of ways too yeah mm. yeah I, I really like that I really like that um and I'm really loving just the the idea of identifying your own voice and like finding the ways mm-hmm. to do that and just listening and, and trusting yourself yeah. When when you do hear your voice, I think that's something that's come up for a lot of people that I know, which is like, no, you know, right? You know what you're feeling. You know what what feels good to you. You know, if you're second exactly. guessing something, trust that. Trust that first voice. Trust that gut. You know, trust exactly your. You know, where, wherever wherever that comes from, right? Like, yeah, we are you're doubting that, yeah. and, and you're questioning. Yeah, that's where that deconstruction, I think, comes in because I realized after doing some work that I'm still doing. I have not arrived mm-hmm. nowhere. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Do we ever really I, arrive? We don't, and that's okay. <laughs> We're not supposed to. But right. I realized that when it came for me just to, like, trusting my voice in my body, mm-hmm. that that's something that I found that a lot of people um, um, struggle with. And yeah. we've been, because like, when you think about it, as children, use an example of children. Mm-hmm. As children, we're often taught that we don't have autonomy over our bodies. Like mm-hmm. we we can bring up whoopings and all that. I know that's a divided mm-hmm. topic in the communities, <laughs> not just the black folk, but everybody. But it's in the community. But it's in the community. Um, we can bring up, but even let's do something not as controversial. Mm-hmm. 
the whole one thing I heard often growing up was you need to finish everything on your plate. Mm-hmm. Period, point blank. Mm-hmm. I can say I'm full. It'd be like, no, you're not. Finish all that mm-hmm. before you can get up yeah. from the table. And that starts that seed of I can't trust my body. So now as an adult, I'm wow. dealing with I'm dealing with going back and deconstructing and decolonizing mm-hmm. like uh, trusting in my body that it's actually full. Listen to my body when it's hungry, things like that. We can go into, you know, how we didn't have autonomy of our body as enslaved people. We can go into Mm -hmm. that as well and how that's Mm -hmm. a generational thing that comes in. So Mm -hmm. I think like that finding that voice and listening to ourselves and something, it just, it runs really deep. It's not impossible to get to deconstruct, but recognizing that, you know, even as children, we're taught that we're more so property of our parents versus actual human beings. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden when we're 18 and pushed out into the world, it's like, all right, figure it out. You good. To go figure it out. Right. You have it already. And so, you know, as women, we know we're not trusting our bodies when we're in these predicaments that might be Mm -hmm. unsafe for us. And so we don't say anything and we can get taken advantage right. of in that situation like it's something that's just so ingrained and it, and it not saying it started with eat all the food on your plate but that's mm-hmm. definitely like an example that's a good of example like, though yeah that's a really good example we couldn't we, we couldn't say i couldn't say nothing i had to eat all, i think everything on that plate whether it was good or not period mm-hmm. point blank and i go with the stuff plate. It was on the plate. I didn't have the i didn't have a right to say no nah, i'm good or no i don't mm-hmm. even want that what Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, not only is that an example of how, you know, it causes you to, to not trust your body or to, you know, the, the whole conversation about autonomy, but it also has birthed maybe some unhealthy habits. I'm just speaking for myself. To this day, it's hard for me to leave food on the plate. And mm. I feel like, nah, let me just go ahead and finish it because it's here. Right. And gonna, you yeah. know, to, to this day. And so that, that process of de- the deconstruction process and the unlearning and the relearning and the taking back ownership and giving yourself permission and allowing yourself to trust yourself and to trust your body. Mm-hmm. It is such a roller coaster. And I think when, when you start on this journey, we don't realize, maybe it's just me, I didn't maybe realize how complex some of these things that just are second nature for us that we don't even think yeah, about. We don't. don't even think about it. But that is truly something that, that I see in my in my everyday life about do yeah. I need to finish all the food on this plate and really no, so, yeah. not even making that con- the connection between having a hard time trusting my voice and trusting my body because of something maybe that has been told to me over and over and over mm-hmm. again by somebody else right mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. it's gonna be real different when I eat dinner girl now no but even speaking on that one very hard thing for me still is meditative meditative eating like I still Mm. I struggle with that because it's like really taking your time as you eat and like even in the society where we got 30 minute lunch breaks for an eight hour day and things like that at least for teachers that's what that's what I like sorry not enough (laughs) like we're taught to wolf down food and not like taste Mm -hmm. uh, you know not taste it all or not like be intentional with it and I just feel like there's just like you know when we bring up the topic of believing ourselves um, we can talk, we can use all the affirmations we want. We can journal all mm-hmm. we want. Those are very great tools and very great mechanisms for us to use. But we also have to get to the other layers that brought us to this point of like, yeah. oh, I just don't, I just can't do, or I just can't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, 
this I, I'm, I like the example with with the food because I think it's one that um, I mean everybody has to eat but mm-hmm. I think that it, there's a lot of um, habits that come along with that that we don't notice because it right. does become just kind of a habitual thing like I know for me for myself I didn't have like a, a, a dining space in my apartment mm-hmm. that was and I had went and bought a table and some chairs like no this is where you eat yes. and don't wait until you find the show first and then start eating mm. because this mm. is not you know like that was hard still i ain't gonna lie to you that one's hard oh that's <laughs> good right there that's good that, that I, but it was about separating and saying no this is something that you're you're feeding your body because it needs it what are you feeding your body like you know and is this an experience in itself or has this become part of a greater like entertainment purpose? So that again goes back to asking, what's the purpose even of of me sitting down and, and eating a meal? Yeah. Or is it because when you watch a movie, you have to have something to eat? Because every time we go to the movies, we get a snack, so I have to have something to eat when I watch something. Otherwise, I'm not. It's just no, all yeah. really, really bleeds together. So the the intentionality, I think. Um, is has been really eye opening for me the intention with which we have to have in doing simple, seemingly simple and and seemingly mundane tasks because mm. we don't recognize what it's, it has it's second nature. into. Yeah. yeah, it's it's society we've grown up in. It is mm-hmm. the generations that we have come from, and it's not speaking ill of our ancestors or ill of our no. parents. No, because at the end of the day, like. Our parents didn't have an opportunity to to, to come mm-hmm. on the podcast and process. Mm-hmm. They just, yeah. they, they didn't for the most part. And so yeah. like, but like you said earlier, we're our generation. And I agree with you that we're moving into a space of like, okay, yes, that's what it was then. Mm-hmm. We want to change it up a little bit and that's okay right. too. Right. We can honor both sides. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, when, when, when that comes up, I tell myself, well, that could not be a priority pr- for them. That wasn't right. a priority for them because there were, I mean, quite literally, sometimes more important things yeah. to make sure that we're surviving. You know, right. like it goes from existing to surviving, I think, to like living and thriving. And mm-hmm. generations before us were in survival mode all the time. And yeah. when you live in survival mode, that is a very different life than yeah. when you're living to live for yourself. And I think, you know, now, like, I think it's a blessing that we have to be able to even sit and ask ourselves these questions and to have the I mean I'm not gonna say it's a luxury but you know kind of in the grand scheme of things like this has the space to be a priority in my life and I'm choosing to make it a priority in my life but I'm loving the conversation between um knowing yourself and believing in yourself that you can't truly believe in yourself if you don't truly know yourself first what do you think about that I I can agree, I can agree with that and then even still with knowing ourselves I I'm, and I do this often I feel like I have to get to a certain point of knowing before I can mm-hmm. move on and like create something or move on and believe something and mm-hmm. I feel like we it's kind of we have to it's not choosing between either or I feel mm-hmm. like before we get to a certain point or before we start the self belief but mm-hmm. more so because the knowing of ourselves I think changes like 
Um, I'm sh- if I if I ever did have children, if I ever did have children, <laughs> the knowing of myself will most likely change because now I'm operating in a different space, and now right. I have to operate even with my emotions. Like certain things will definitely come up from you know single, ready to mingle, Morgan mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. like. You know, I'm, I got a Settling baby on the down. hip type life. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because your identity changes as your experience. Right, change. right. But I do think like that, that whole, for me, that whole loving myself piece has got to be a foundation before I can even get to like, I believe in the things that I can do or mm-hmm. I believe that I am capable of X, Y, and Z. Because like for me, I can... Um, I can publish a book in a, a quick turnaround time if it comes down mm-hmm. to it. Like it's like clock, not clockwork, but it's like a good, it's a good little stopwatch right now. Yeah, from yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you experienced, you a professional. <laughs> right. And but and but I got and I'm and I'm working out of a place of like I have these accomplishments, quote unquote, but I'm still not fulfilled. Mm. And it's not because it's not like I do have the quote unquote examples of like, oh, you should be believing in yourself. Look at what you've done. Like, look mm. at your yeah. career. Look at your relation. Well, some of your relationships. Look at, you know, <laughs> <laughs> look at X, Y and Z. But in myself, though, I'm still feeling empty. And it really boils down mm. to you don't really like yourself. So it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. You got to go back to the basics of that foundation of self-love and get to the reasons as to why you don't like yourself or love yourself to also celebrate what you've actually done, regardless of Mm -hmm. if 10 people buy the book that day Mm -hmm. or nobody buys a book that day. Right. But yeah. Yeah. It's literally going back and creating a new foundation for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And as yeah. a, you know, as we enter our thirties and stuff like that, it just it hits a whole lot different. <laughs> Let me tell you, there is a marked difference between the twenties and the thirties. And the twenties weren't even that long ago for me. Like it, right. we're talking a year. I'm I'm almost two years out of my twenties, and that's it. But I'm <laughs> like, no, it it's it's completely different, and maybe. Maybe it is a new level of kind of like self-exploration and things that happen, I think, when when you get into your 30s. I don't know. Let me not go off on that tangent. But um, anyway, it, it, it's essentially kind of like creating a new foundation for yourself. And I do want to talk about your latest um, project that I have here. The um, This one, the Inner Child Coloring Book for Healing yes. Adults. And in this whole conversation about creating um, a new foundation for yourself. I don't think we can have that conversation without talking about having to heal past versions of yourself to rebuild mm. that mm. foundation, right? <laughs> don't give me yes. that. Wait, listen, this is your pro- this is your your project, okay? I'm I'm just talking about what you already put out there. <laughs> already put out there. So, if you don't mind, can we talk a little bit about how this how this came about and why you felt it was so important, which, and I agree, and I'm so glad that you created it, but why you felt it was so important to create this tool for other healing adults. Oh, so Mm -hmm. I guess going to how it came about. So two years ago, I went on a retreat with an organization called shine. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, the that retreat really 
really changed the trajectory on a lot of things in regards to like my own healing journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that came about from that retreat was that there were a lot of childhood issues that I was mm-hmm. still dealing with. So the retreat wasn't like, you know, we sitting down on a little vision board or nothing like that. It was right. really like us deconstructing and talking about mental and emotional liberation. That's one of the aspects mm-hmm. of the program of where there is a, there is a, um, a sacred study, a sacred self-study of yourself in order to have mental, emotional liberation. There are tools in order to do that. So um, that's what was coming up for me in regards to like the Mm -hmm. anger I had towards childhood, the abandonment, Mm -hmm. the fear, these things. And granted, love my parents is not speaking ill of them, but I also recognize that um, our our loved ones can only give us what they had. Or right, what they exactly. currently have, and that's yes. and that's just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was really about okay, I need to start addressing that because I've been running from it, I've been escaping it, and I need to you know just stand in front of it, stand still, and feel it, yeah. and be with it. Yeah. And so that really evolved to um, so you know this is months of journaling and things like that, mm-hmm. and woke up and decided you know what like I'm I'm gonna color this out, I'm gonna color or something do something mm-hmm. and I found it to be very meditative for myself yeah because as I'm coloring it requires that I sit still it yeah. requires that I be present it requires that I also I'm also kind of observing and paying attention to yeah. what's coming up as I do it and these are just like regular yeah. old coloring books I'm working with mm-hmm. and so it got into my head like yo you know what will be nice like mm-hmm. let's create a book of affirmations and I was like bet cool and I was like nah we need to be a little bit Not more enough. than just affirmation. It was it wasn't enough just to have affirmations. Yeah. It was like, yeah. no, we. There, what's the intention behind this? Like, why mm-hmm. do you want to do this? Like, yeah, anybody can create a coloring book, but why do you want to create a coloring book? Are you on this mm-hmm. path again in order to get accolades and recognition to create an adult mm-hmm. coloring book, or are you on a path to create something for yourself that you also can feel be beneficial for others? Mm-hmm. So moving in from that space, so it went from what are the things I wanted to. Hear here in my youth that I did not mm-hmm. either hear enough of or I did not feel enough of and so that's how the uh, some of the pages came about um, yeah. and then as a person who loves to journal um, I mm-hmm. feel that you know it's important that we process as we mm-hmm. do um, a meditative practice a practice so you know even when I meditate just sitting on the floor on my on my couch or chair or something I usually take time to journal afterwards to write down like what came up what did I feel mm-hmm. where did I feel it um, and just like just brain dump and get it all out and then I was like okay now we're getting somewhere and then I was like yeah okay so after the meditation which is the coloring after the journal the processing which is journaling we got to write new stuff about this Mm -hmm. this situation or this affirmation like if i feel as if i think one of them says within the book um i am good enough as i am Mm -hmm. so coloring that processing what that comes up from that on that flip side of paper you write a new story so what are things that you can change or what are some what is the new story for yourself that you can now Mm -hmm. walk into after going through this um this meditative practice in a sense so that's the real splurge of it all it is not like something like oh you do this and you're healed immediately it's not (laughs) one of those please don't take it as that 
but more so like if we're trying to get in tune with ourselves trying to get in tune mm-hmm. with that the root of ourselves and of our our childhood experiences this is something that can help facilitate that yeah it is such a beautiful tool and it really is like a two-for-one coloring book and journal <laughs> i was first of all so proud of you when i saw that that you oh, were you. doing this project because i recognize how personal it is but also i was so glad that you were doing it because i was like everybody needs to be trying to do some of this work you know like everybody needs to be able to speak new truth and speak new life to past versions of themselves i think that's such a huge part of a healing journey and of a self-exploration journey and i just was a fan of the project i think before it even released i was like need it need it need it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, but speaking on speaking on belief because it almost didn't come about. So mm, talk about September, it. So I had and I'm you know I'm good for posting stories. I love posting mm-hmm. some stories now. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I I remember posting that I was doing and I had like some little pages and whatnot. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna get people excited. I'm again mm-hmm. operating that space on so getting right. validation from validation, external sources. Yes. And then um, it took me maybe about, because I went when I, again, I get obsessive, but, or mm-hmm. focused <laughs> as well. There you go. But it, it, didn't, it didn't take me very long to complete it. It took me about maybe two weeks to get it all done and, like, mm. change it about and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the book was, like, done in probably August of mm. this past year. But I did not say anything. Like, I posted about it because I got, like, I got, like, 10 copies of it because I just want to hold it in my hand. And I mm-hmm. got it in my hand. And I was like, ooh, girl, you did it. Okay. Go off. You, ooh, look at mm-hmm. you, sis. And then it went right back to uh, it's not good enough. Wow. It went right back to mm, questioning, doubting. Yeah, doubting. Wow. I didn't believe. I didn't believe in myself. Yeah. And so speaking on that same that retreat, that organization mm-hmm. I went on, I went on a second retreat with them this in this past November where mm-hmm. I was um after speaking to the woman uh who was in charge of it, her name's Iya Olarun Tume. She um she asked that I facilitate a workshop at the retreat dealing with the inner girl work and things like that. Mm. And when uh, I brought it up that the book had been, because she was like, yeah, when is this book being released? Because we were and waiting, like, okay? Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, girl, actually, it's already been available for sale. <laughs> I just didn't say nothing. And she looked and she was like, why mm, right right <laughs> why and it was it was such a simple question but it really made me sit back like why like mm-hmm. what was i so afraid of and what yeah. was i so hesitant about like why did i feel as if all this work and this two weeks of like really getting off work and that's all i did for those mm-hmm. two weeks why did it feel like all of a sudden i just couldn't fulfill it even though it was in my hand like i had mm-hmm. proof of it and so, again, just processing through that, and even on the retreat, just processing through that, like, it was about where did the love begin for myself in regards yeah. to pushing something out? Because I'm always fearful, like, what will others think? Yeah. How am I, you know, mm-hmm. this is the role that I'm playing for the most right. part. How oh, am I going to be perceived? Is, yeah. How am I going to be received? Yeah. Yeah. And really going into, like, 
oh, what if I don't sell none and mm-hmm. I want to sell this many and, you know, I'm still working on trying to market myself and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just really just, you know, a lot of stuff, just really talking myself out of out of the blessing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole self-belief definitely came up and having to work through that with the actual wow. coloring book I made. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically to do that. <laughs> to do that. And it was just like, and I had to, and I actually put in that book, like, you have to get out your own way at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to... Like the story that you keep retelling yourself, yeah. you're gonna keep retelling yourself that until the day you die. If Absolutely. something does not does not change or evolve yeah. within you, so it started with just like a little, a little, you know, little things that I was trying to do within the book, mm-hmm. and really just growing up. And even though having created the book, I'm also yeah. coloring within a book for myself because yes. it's a journey. It's definitely a yeah. journey. Mm. So let me see. I'm trying to check if it's a if it's a dedication in this book. Okay, there you dedicate to everybody. Okay, that's fine. That's cute, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes first. Like it was like the ded- it was like dedicating to all yes. those who are okay, loving those all who parts are of themselves. themselves. Okay, so what I what I want to know is okay if you if you were if you <laughs> I can't because I, I I feel like everybody who has a copy of this I feel like it should be dedicated to your inner child, and so oh, yeah, if definitely. you were. If you were going to write a dedication to your inner child, what would it say? Oh, girl. All right. Now, it's a counseling session on the podcast. Okay, you all ain't right know. <laughs> they know I signed up for that. <laughs> um, hmm. A dedication page for my inner child yeah. would be for, uh, and I talk to her a lot more now than I did Good. before. Good. Lord, um, it's not always easy either, but I definitely talk to talk to my inner child much more than I do um, than I have in the past. But mm-hmm. I can tell you what I say now. I say now yeah, that yeah. you are you are loved. Yeah. You you have always been loved. You always will be loved. That love has never mm-hmm. left you. Um, I say that you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I tell that girl? <laughs> oh, I tell, <laughs> I tell her it's so it's okay for you to for you to break open now because I'm here. Um, <laughs> that one did something. No, that one that one did something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell her that. Um, I tell her that you're able to do every desire upon your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell her that you are capable of love. You're you are loving. You are lovable. That's one yeah. bit. Just really putting that love in, um, and really that, and that you know, once you get older, you gonna you gonna be a baddie. Like you good. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if my inner child heard that, I think we would have had an easier time. <laughs> but yeah, like really, don't listen to anybody. Listen to yeah. yourself. Listen to mm-hmm. God. Like mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, I'm. I've made it. I wouldn't say I've made it harder, but I feel like getting back to who that girl was has Mm -hmm. been, um, it's been challenging in some ways, but I've Mm -hmm. also been able to recognize the beauty of it too. Mm -hmm. And the acceptance that, um, and the acceptance, working on that acceptance in regards to like, yeah, things didn't happen in X, Y, Z way, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that the end result has to be, you know, has to be any particular outcome either. Like at right. all times I feel like 
our lives are in draft mode. Mm-hmm. Like, and we we have the power to to change, start over. Like, I go to sleep in the morning, I'm starting over. Ain't nobody gonna tell yes. me nothing. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I absolutely love that. Okay. Last thing that I'm that I'm gonna get out your business and I'm gonna let you go. So, <laughs> I, I I talk I talk a lot with with people, whether it be my clients or other people that I that I just talk to about having a relationship with past, present, and future versions mm. of yourself. And so we've, we've talked some about, you know, past versions of yourself being like the inner child and what did you need to hear. But when you think about your future self or the future that you want to create for yourself, mm. um, maybe <laughs> what do you think are some of the things that you're doing now or trying to do now to help set up a future for yourself that you mm. will love? and enjoy living and maybe Ooh, do you have a message that you would right. want to say to your future self <laughs> you know but then i'm gonna get out your business so, i'm gonna leave you alone i'm gonna leave you alone <laughs> no it's fine because i've gotten to a point of where i don't care like i, I care mm-hmm. but it's like i yeah. know that i know that my i know that our stories matter regardless absolutely of, yeah regardless of who we are each of our stories matter so you know i like writing stories but um, you the rest period um in regards to and it's like two years ago man it would have been like yo this career and this and mm-hmm. i'm traveling and da 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 yeah and in this space that i'm in now it's like forgiveness Yes. Forgiveness for myself, forgiveness for mm-hmm. to, uh, forgiveness in regards to other people, mm-hmm. for forgiveness in regards to family, forgiveness mm-hmm. in real time right now as to like, yeah, I can forgive you for the past. But then one thing that I find myself running into is that people still acting up in the present. And okay. so like, <laughs> I you have to like keep forgiving constant, people. <laughs> like, helping Lord. Yeah. Um, but uh working on that aspect working on my anger mm. like looking at me people are like oh like you you funny da, 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 da. you laughing all the time and it's like if y'all i won't be i i've Listen. just gotten honest with how angry i can get and it took my dog it took getting the dog word <laughs> to realize the level of fury and rage yeah that can yeah. be reached and just like and then really have to, like even like with her i have to take a step back from my dog like yo why are you flipping the handle and on an eight month old puppy like you yes. need to relax but realizing that it's not even her i'm angry at mm-hmm. like it's not like i am like don't be messing with my floors but like it's something <laughs> she's not <laughs> it's helping but nice. right <laughs> but forgiveness um the anger uh and the work and the, uh that will be i guess the more internal work but um some more physical things i'm doing mm-hmm. um spending time with myself in the a.m and p.m mm-hmm. uh you had put a post up on Instagram about how, like, in the morning you're taking time oh, yeah. from, like, drinking your coffee and stuff Got like to. that. And I was like, you Got better, to. girl, because <laughs> it it really sets a tone for your day. Yes, doesn't it? It sets a tone for your day. So, mm-hmm. really, like, and so, again, I don't mean to, like, broadcast shine, but they the organization right. just talked. They deserve it. Go ahead. It sounds like, they, it sound <laughs> like, like it. 
No, but what they, what they, because they're the ones who put me on to it yeah. in regards to like spending um, at least 30, 33 minutes by your, uh, by yourself in the morning mm-hmm. and in the evenings that's, and going up to like about 90 minutes if you can. Mm-hmm. And so like I used to be able to do it in the morning because I'm already early riser, but mm-hmm. I did not do it at night. At night and when yeah. I started doing it at night and like, mm-hmm. you know, brain, mind dumping, doing some stretching, mm-hmm. doing some meditations and then synthesizing what has happened today where some connections I can make mm-hmm. so like if I'm if I'm tallying up like oh how many times I've been on Instagram and I can look right. at that that data and be like okay we gotta we got something we gotta work on maybe mm-hmm. or just feeling my body like okay this has been hurting my body all day like why is my back hurting when it's not broken or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be and really trying to get into the root of that um I think has definitely helped me get more in tune um, with myself mm-hmm. and really finding self-love practices that work for me. Yes. Like, I, I don't care what nobody say. Getting my nails done is not self-care. Like, I would rather drop my hands off. Talk about it. Than... <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> like, it is not, like, and no no shame to anybody that loves sitting in that chair. Right. It's but just that not is for not you. my ministry. Mm-mm. That's right. Not my ministry. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not at all. So really, and not not trying to go online and be like, okay, how to do self? Because I used to actually, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was yeah. like, how do you do self care? And yeah. so I was really yeah. googling stuff to mm-hmm. figure out like how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so really finding like what self care practices work for me. Right. Period. Point blank. Yeah. So nothing dealing with career, but it's like it seems like the most smallest stuff that yeah. is actually like the stuff that I'm really trying to yeah. trying to do that I feel will evolve over time. Yeah, that's an interesting shift, too, from being, from career focus being, you know, the primary maybe measure of success mm-hmm. or happiness, fulfillment, to I think we get to a certain point. And I don't know if it has to do with being in your 30s or not, but I think we do get to a certain point that. where the perspective broadens and yeah. work is not the only important thing anymore or right. necessarily the only very most important thing anymore. Oh, no, girl. We quitting these jobs right now. Okay. Okay. Ain't never been afraid of a two-week notice. Okay. Maybe two weeks. Ain't never seen a two-week notice. I didn't like... Y'all look, y'all get 12 hours now. What you're not about to do is keep me. Okay. (laughs) That's real. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you for being able to well willing to be open and vulnerable and letting me kind of get up in your business a little bit and sharing your story and it's been a a beautiful one to watch you know like we've known each other for what over 10 years now at this point uh, yeah right? so gonna be 10 years this year you April. know <laughs> listen i know you longer though i met you the year prior oh yeah that's true that's true mm-hmm. that's true you're right you're but... right but <laughs> But I think, you know, sometimes when, when you have kind of extensive histories with people, you whether whether you're kind of like up close and personal or watching from a distance, and I think over time it's been a little bit of both, but being able to mm-hmm. really kind of see the progression in somebody. And we, we've been di- physically distant for several years now yeah. at this point. So it has been a little bit more like distant and maybe fragmented, but it still is such a beautiful thing to watch. I think sometimes, sometimes... The, people who are distant are able to see the growth maybe a little bit more or in ways that people who are real close to it can't. And I think, I, I, I think that I, I think about that when I think about you and just being like watching your journey, the, the bits and pieces that you allow us to see 
even in those, and I know that that's a small fraction of the work and of your actual journey, but it's apparent that you have been doing the work to truly give yourself what you deserve. And I just really want to take take a moment to commend you for that and give you your flowers because that's work that's real personal and we don't always get, we don't need the validation, which is a beautiful, the beautiful part of it. But I, I, I think that it's, it's important to hear that, that we see you. We see you and we're proud. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I'm going to, one thing I need to work on is sitting with stuff like that. Because I'll just yeah. be flipping like, no, nah, okay. girl, look at you. you know, Because we don't know how to take a compliment. Oh, girl. <laughs> no, nah, I'm trying to be like you. But right. I really do. I yeah. truly, truly, truly appreciate that. Thank you. Good, good, good. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for coming on to my little show. And <laughs> it ain't no, it's not a little show. And talking first of to me all. and processing. It is not a little show. No, we're not accepting that. Mm-mm. Okay, it's listen, you're right. Show. You're right. I'm going to sit with that show. one. And I'm going to sit with that. Thank you. Well, this, <laughs> this was a beautiful conversation. Um, I think it was so necessary. And I know it gave me a whole lot to think about. I'm going to sit down with my coloring book um, and I'm going to put a link to the coloring book in the description. So if Much anybody who don't already it. have it, go get it because you need it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead and get that real quick. That's it. So thank you for being here. Do you want to um, tell the people anything else about anything that you're doing or where they might want to find you or anything you want to plug? Um, If you if you want to find me, Instagram yeah. will be the best place at the Morgan Cruise. Cruise like the cruise ship. Damn. Not like, you know, those other cruises out there. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have I have nothing to promote. I hope that, you know, those who need to hear it, hear it. Because you are doing great work, ma'am. You're doing beautiful thank work. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here. And thank you all for listening. And hopefully you come back and listen again. Bye, friends. <laughs>